0: Connecting life and faith. This is Connections.
1: And it's been a roller coaster this whole process because I felt like, you know, God's hand has so, so clearly been in this from start to, you know, to that point. And I was like, I just prayed for a couple of days, like God, if I really believe that this is uh, something that you uh, called me to do, so I need you to get those local files to me. And two days later, all of a sudden, the, the files end up in my inbox. And I don't know how they were able to send it, but I got it and I was able to finish this song. And then uh, all of a sudden I get a text from a mutual friend who said that Mark had been abducted in the middle of the night um, by the Russian soldiers.
2: And the story continues, but it does have a beautiful ending and a beautiful song that comes out of it. We're joined today by Tommy Iceland. He is a singer-songwriter. He was born in Iceland, raised in Sweden, and now lives in Nashville, he felt prompted by God's record Whom Shall I Fear, God of Angel Armies. Originally by Chris Tomlin, Iceland knew a new version of the song needed to be made and he needed to feature a Ukrainian worship leader. That's where Mark comes in today on Connections. He's going to share how this all came together and the journey to get there. He'll also share how you can listen to the song and how you can help the people of Ukraine. We're joined today by Tommy Iceland. He's a songwriter as well as an artist. He was born in Iceland, raised in Sweden, and now lives in Nashville writing songs for some well-known names. First off, we want to get to know you a little bit better. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to music.
1: Well, I, uh, I was born in Iceland and um, grew up in Sweden, but my Icelandic family were all heavily involved in music. They all sang and uh, still do, but they... Uh, they wrote and recorded uh, gospel music and uh, kids music, uh, Christian kids music. And uh, I had a cousin who was a singer uh, in a rock band and that all like influenced me a lot and uh, inspired me to, uh, to pursue music as well, to start uh, writing. Uh, I was about 12 when I started writing and uh, started playing drums when I was seven, uh, guitar when I was around 10. And then in my teenage years, that's what I started to get involved in bands. Um, I was a drummer in a reggae band for several years, which is (laughs) funny, but, uh, um, and we played also uh, like in a pop punk rock band. And, and then eventually I got more involved in church because basically my sisters who were worship leaders, they just dragged me to church one day and said, we need a drummer in our youth choir. So I started playing there and, uh, uh, that really gave me uh, you know a purpose a purpose like a deeper purpose to uh, to use my gifts for God um, and uh, I really enjoyed doing that so I was a drummer there for a few years and then eventually found myself standing you know on the front of the stage together with my sisters co-leading worship with them and then never like pursued leading worship or anything but it just happened and um, just was leading worship in my, in my tiny church, uh, on an island on the Swedish West coast. And we were about like a 30 to 50 people on a Sunday. And that's where I started writing songs also for my church. Cause I felt like, you know, setting the uh, set list for a Sunday. I, I, I felt like maybe we're missing a song like this. And then, and then I would try to write a song like that and then introduce that. And it just, um, happened very organically. And then, uh, got involved in another church in, in Gothenburg, which is uh was a bigger church after I got married to my wife Jenny, and um, we moved to the city and and uh we both got involved in the worship ministry there and started I started writing music for my church there as well and then we we produced a couple of albums and and uh, just used a lot of like uh, original songs in our services there. I find it uh, really interesting
0: when I think of Christian music and worship music. I don't often think, I guess, of Scandinavian countries like Canada and US has a pretty big Christian music. I don't know, industry for lack of a better word. What is it like in Sweden and, and other countries in that area? Is it a lot like here? And we just don't know about it in North America or is it a lot smaller kind of thing?
1: Um, I mean, you're right. It's definitely a lot smaller. There's no music industry really in the Christian um, Christian world over there because Sweden is actually and, and and Iceland as well both defined as like unreached countries. Because
0: mm, uh, that's what like, I thought.
1: Yeah, we have about like I think it's less than two percent of people who actually go to church. Wow. And so, um it's um, it's weird because Sweden has always been a country who have sent out missionaries to Africa and and different parts of the world. Um, But um, yeah, Sweden is, is now an unreached country, which is sad, but uh, um, yeah, so there's not much of a Christian music industry or anything like that. We have like one Christian publisher uh, who works and, and helps the, the, the songwriters and artists that are around in Sweden Sweden and Scandinavia who are are writing uh, worship songs for the church over
3: there. What was it like to be a part of that small little world then, and to be able to maybe reach others through that?
1: Yeah, I definitely Felt like an outsider sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I could have, uh, you know, pursued a music career in the pop world because Stockholm has, you know, a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great pop producers and, and artists in Stockholm, but um, so nothing really in the Christian space. So I felt really isolated over there. I didn't have a lot of people to co-write with, uh, collaborate a lot. That's that's a very common thing when you're creating music. You're writing with others. And I uh, had a couple of guys in, in my church, but apart from that, there wasn't really anyone around. So I just started going over to, to Nashville and started you know, co-writing with people over there and got connections through some some mutual friends. And, and uh, that's when I, I kind of like got a taste of what it would be like to be, you know, in, in, an, in an area like Nashville where it's the whole music industry is. And there's, you know, so many artists and, and writers around so i just it it, it inspired me really to uh, to move uh, so we actually did that one day uh, three years ago
0: tell us about uh, your latest project you've re-recorded uh, a well-known song in support of ukraine tell us what you did and how it came to be
1: yeah so this song is um just really special the story behind it i um a few days after the war broke out in Ukraine, I just felt the strong prompting from God to do a song with a Ukrainian worship leader. And at that point, I didn't know any Ukrainian worship leaders. I, uh, you know, I'm from Europe, grew up in Europe and I have a lot of friends in many of the other neighboring countries, but, but not really in Ukraine. So I, um, I just reached out to some mutual friends in, uh, with some friends in Sweden who I knew had connections in in Ukraine and they all recommended this one, this one guy named Mark Sergeyev. And, um, they talked, they spoke very highly of him. And they said, if, if you're looking for anyone like this, this is your guy, like it has to be Mark. So I knew, um, at that point that I really wanted to do a new version of, uh, Chris Thomas, whom shall I fear? God of angel armies. Cause I was just listening through that song and it just, uh, it just hit me in a completely new way with this, this war and this conflict in mind. So, um, I asked, I got a hold of Mark. I texted him through, uh, it was actually through Instagram, got a hold of him. And it was like around midnight uh, in Ukraine and he responded. And, uh, he just said that they were currently hiding underground because, uh, the Russians were, were currently bombing his city where they were. So um, I, honestly, I didn't even know that he was going to survive the night. He was, um, he was there with his wife and his three children and um, some people from his church. Uh, so they were uh, hiding underground in the basement in this church building. And then the next morning, I was able to get a hold of him, spoke to him on the phone, and the, the Russians had occupied the city and they were still hiding in church. And he said, you know, he was really, really happy to, um, to get the question. And he would definitely want to uh, sing on this song with me. And uh, the positive thing in the midst of this was that they had recording equipment in the church. So they had a studio there. But, but currently, the, the, all the children were sleeping in the studio because that was like a bunker, basically. But they had recording equipment there. And then uh, he was able to record it a couple of days later. But before he could get me the, the files, the, the vocal files, uh, the Russians had jammed the Internet. So we uh, we weren't able to communicate for a couple of days because uh, they didn't have Internet. And, I, um, and it's been a roller coaster, this whole process, because I felt like, you know, God's hand is so, so clearly... Been in this from start to you know to that point, and I was like, I just prayed for a couple of days, like God, if I really believe that this is uh, something that you uh, called me to do, so I need you to get those vocal files to me. And two days later, all of a sudden, the, the, the files end up in my inbox, and I don't know mm-hmm. how they were able to send it, but I got it, and I was able to finish this song. And then um, all of a sudden, I get a text from a mutual friend who said that Mark had been abducted in the middle of the night um, by the Russian soldiers. Oh. Apparently they had uh, stormed the church and, and broken through that the door in the basement. And, um, you know, at that point we uh, didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to pursue and, and and release this song because I didn't know what Mark's situation was or if it would mean the danger to him or anything if we did. Um then the day after, I um Mark I get a message from Mark and uh he's has been released. So thank God he was out and I, I asked him like, you know, if do you think we should pursue and release this song? I mean, if not, I totally understand. I don't wanna like I don't wanna do this at all, like if, if it would jeopardize your safety or anything. But he said Yeah, right. Right. But he said that he definitely wanted us to pursue with it. He definitely wanted his, you know his vocals on this song and uh, it was really important for him. So, yeah, so, so that's where we are today. The song just came out and um, it's, it's just incredible like hearing his voice in in Ukrainian uh, singing there uh, with me.
3: Not only is the song powerful and emotional because of the story that you just told us, but you've also partnered with a nonprofit organization as well, correct?
1: Yes. And that's another piece of the puzzle that's just been so it's just evident that God's hand has been in this from start to finish because this uh it's actually a friend of mine Daniela Mason she um, recently took over this organization that her dad started decades ago and he passed away a few a few a uh, few months ago Dan, Daniela stepped in the, in the meantime as the president and for that organization it's called missions International and they had already set up a ukraine relief fund uh, they have uh, people on the ground who can get supplies and, and help directly to hundreds of families in the country and they have very trusted embedded uh, people and, and channels that they have worked with for a long time so um, yeah I was just mind blown how that all came together so there is a, uh, a way where people can go and donate directly to people and even uh, now they have also established a channel into uh, Melitopol, which is the, the south of Ukraine, um, which is an area where where the all the roads were blocked and all those channels were blocked for a while. But but now we have a channel into that city as well. Uh, the situation has been really really bad there. Um, so they uh, they're an amazing organization, and I can't uh, speak more highly of them. And I hope, uh, and it's my prayer that people would want to help and and donate uh, to help these people in Ukraine.
0: What's it been like for you to watch uh, somebody like uh, Mark, you know, under such, I don't know, like I would be scared, right? And I would back off of everything and no, I'm I'm not going to do it now. Uh, But to see him say like, no, let's do this. We need to get this song out. What's it been like to watch somebody like that uh, face that head on?
1: Well, his faith and bravery has inspired me so much. Just uh, the conversations that we've had, and you know what? What they're going through is abso- absolutely unimaginable. Like, I I can't imagine like what he's going through, um, trying to find a safe place for his, him and his family and, and his his uh, his friends, his his uh, people in his church, um, and the way he's just you know. Desperate to get the you know the, the gospel of Jesus out to everyone at any cost it it just inspires me so much and um, man I, I i you know trying to picture myself in his in his situation but uh, it's um, uh, it's just impossible you know i can't can't imagine what they're going through but it inspires me to see how how much he's uh, willing to do to get the gospel out. And even in, in this process, when they were hiding in their church, um, they were actually, they had church together there because the congregants were together and in in, in hiding in the church. And they were actually, they ha- had all the, the equipment, so they were able to record their, their church services. And and now they've been able to get some, some things out on YouTube and uh, stream some services. And they've done this in the middle of this, war like outside the doors they haven't been able to like um escape the city because it's been too dangerous but in the meantime they've just been praising jesus on the inside and um, yeah it's just incredible
3: it's gonna be absolutely amazing to continually hear these stories of people in complete and utter chaos and war surrounding them but there's this hope and there's still this faith that they have in them
1: yeah yeah, it's 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 amazing and it's inspiring for sure. What was the
0: like has the song taken on new meaning for you now, listening to the words and not only the parts you sing, but hearing his voice in Ukrainian and stuff like that? And yeah, has it been a little bit different experience for you listening to that now and worshiping with it?
1: Yeah, I mean definitely now with, with the war in mind, I feel like the the whole song, the lyrics and everything just uh, just hits Differently, and uh, it's just so much more real. I think something like this in mind, and then it's just—I don't know—it's—it's um, it's just cool to hear it in another language, which I don't understand at all. I don't understand Ukrainian at all, but you can hear, you can hear the Holy Spirit in this. You can hear, uh, you know, it just gives you a great picture of, of the church, the body of Christ. You know, it's not just in the u.s or in sweden or in english you know it's it's all over the world speak people speaking all the different languages and they're all praising in, in their own language which is which is incredible
3: it's beautiful one thing we haven't mentioned is that you also have an additional verse um, where there is a nine-year-old singing as well that fled from ukraine can you just share a little bit more about that
1: yeah, so in the full version that's uh, available on YouTube and will also be available on the, um, the streaming platforms like Apple Music and Spotify, there is a, uh, it's about six and a half minutes long, full version, and, and in the end, there's an additional additional verse that uh, I really felt like I, I wanted to write um, and have a Ukrainian child to sing. Um, and that, that was also a crazy idea because I didn't know like how that was going to work out. I didn't know any Ukrainian children or how how we could record uh, someone singing that. Then I reached out again to my friend Thomas in Sweden who helped me uh, get the connections to Mark in Ukraine Um, because my friend Thomas and and his church in Sweden had just welcomed a couple of families from Ukraine but just evacuated. And uh, one of those families had a nine-year-old girl who uh, takes vocal lessons and loves singing. This is Kate, uh, and, um, and they told us they had a studio in their house, so they had the family over one, one night and just um, had Kate record this, this thing in Ukrainian. I wrote it in English, but they helped translate it to, uh, to Ukrainian. And she recorded that. got and I, They sent me the files, and I put this in the song, and I was like, you know, it just broke down in tears just hear, hearing her vocals on this. Uh, it's just so special hearing a child's voice you know i can't imagine what it's like fleeing you know evacuating your country and uh escaping war you know as a child um but hearing her her speak or sing these words and uh what she's singing is um uh mighty god prince of peace refuge in the chaos keep us safe safe and sound wings of mercy rest on us she's singing that in ukrainian and uh yeah i really encourage everyone to check out the full version as well
3: it's amazing what technology has allowed us to do nowadays things years ago we wouldn't have been able to do and it's amazing how fast things can come together nowadays as well yeah for people who want to learn more about you or want to learn more about this song and how they can help out how can they go about doing that
1: um well they can uh, find the the song on on every platform where they typically buy or stream music um there's um there's more about the story on on youtube under the video and um yeah i think that's uh the best place to go or or, or my social media accounts on instagram just tommy iceland at instagram and facebook so um I'll be sharing a lot more there about this whole story.